0: Pro football playbook presented by the pigskin podcast network your source for team news draft needs player profiles and rankings full senior bowl combine and NFL draft coverage news analysis discussion it's in the playbook now here is your host sports journalist Bill Albsted, and featured analyst Keith Myers Fans. Welcome to the Pro Football Playbook Podcast Show. I'm sitting down with the founder and creative force behind the NFL Mock Draft Database website, Denny. Welcome into the show. Thanks for having me. I'm
1: excited to be here.
0: Yeah, it's good to good to have you. We're talking uh, NFL drafts. This is our NFL draft show of the week. And uh, sitting down together, we're going to talk some interior offensive line prospects today. We're going to talk about the website. Um Kind of the bowl games coming up players to watch all sorts of uh, interesting things to uh, to discuss um what are you seeing right now as far as traffic are you seeing traffic pick up on the website as we get out of college football season getting closer to the playoffs nfl teams are starting to get eliminated now from contention so folks are kind of starting to focus their attention now on to mock drafts big boards following players in the college football Uh, playoffs and all the other bowl games that are out there so they can kind of get a first glimpse sometimes Um, I know that I'm focused a lot on NFL games during the NFL season and watch less college football than I probably should and now I'm really hyper focused on kind of the college season as the bowl uh, games come up and uh, it kind of shifts for me how about you
1: yeah I, I would say that that's probably the majority of people. You know, I'm I'm obviously in a ton of fantasy uh, fantasy leagues, right? So there's a lot of people I'm with that are they only watch really the playoffs. And and like if a guy you know balls out in the playoffs, they're like, oh, that guy's amazing. It's like, yeah, we've been watching him all year. Like, of course he's amazing. We know he's amazing. But I think I think a lot of people uh, that are not necessarily like hardcore college football fans, they use the playoffs as a way to like their first introduction into some of these players. So yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think the, the as far as traffic is concerned, you know, the site is kind of uh, ever since basically the start of the NFL season, it's it's basically a slow ramp up all the way to uh, the draft. So uh, it's kind of fun because you're like it's like the, the the train is slowly starting to move, move, yeah. move, move, move and, it, and it just keeps getting faster. So it's awesome. You know, I think, uh, you know, a
0: lot of folks are like me uh, where they use a site like NFL mock draft database to start the prospect um, position group kind of process where everyone's listed you've kind of got a general idea of where everyone's kind of laid out value pockets throughout the rounds and so forth and you can start the process of researching players individually watching tape um identifying where they're expected to go and then you know everyone's kind of got their team you're going to go out and create some mock drafts and so forth and i've already done that it's a lot of fun um, just poking around the website, um, where do you see most of your folks working, you know, just the general person that comes and clicks on the site?
1: Yeah. So there's kind of like, a two users, basically there's, there's the user that basically just uses a simulator, creates their own mock draft and uses that as a way to kind of gauge, uh, which, what teams, what they need, uh, where players are going to fall in the draft. Um, it's always just fun to just kind of mess around with, with that kind of stuff. And then we have more of the daily user, which they kind of come to the site. They see all the mock drafts that get updated daily, um, you know, see the trends, kind of see like, oh, this, per- this person uh, got sh- shown up in a mock draft that is kind of came out of nowhere. What? And then, you know, now you can kind of be like, oh, why is that? Click on there on the, the mock drafts link, get some more information, read about what what that writer was talking about. Um, it's a lot of fun. You know, there's, there's the, the thing about my site, too, is, you know, um I was very big on the ranking you know having player rankings right because if you just follow Twitter or you just follow articles um you're gonna follow the basically the trends and and there's a lot of times where you kind of have to sift through that stuff because if you if you were following the trends you know there was a there was a moment where everyone was talking about Carson Strong quarterback from Nevada right so if you were following that you would think Carson Strong was the number one quarterback obviously everyone's talking about him right um, and so what my site kind of does is it kind of uh, stabilizes the situation and lets you know, yeah, he's trending up, but he's still QB five, QB six, you sure. know, it's, it's, it, let's not get crazy and just immediately jump throw him to QB one. Like if that's what, he, if that's how it all shakes out. Awesome. But, um, it that's keeps what you, I love it, about, that's what I love
0: about the consensus big board that you've got. Cause it really does, um, accumulate and anger ag- aggregate everyone's mm-hmm. big boards and kind of, kind of, get some early in the process of where they're basically going to be. I mean, give or take, obviously, you've got some fallers and risers. Um, mm-hmm. And as we go through the, 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 the bowl games, you get to the combine, the senior bowl, all the testing. That's when really the, the next big movement starts to, to happen. And what did you see last year? um this time last year compared to say right after the combine just the the level of movement that you've saw
1: in players overall I don't believe that Zach Wilson was quite QB two at this point I think Justin Fields was pretty much QB two uh still at this time Mac Jones I don't think it was Mac Jones I think was probably like a pretty pretty low I think uh Kyle Trask was higher up still um you know wow. cuz at the, at that time Kyle Trask was he was a heisman candidate he was having a fantastic season uh he was one of those guys who was like Ugh, I guess we'll take him right you know we, we we'll need a quarterback in the first round and then you know after everything kind of shook out um you know he he fell and and Mac Jones kind of rise pretty pretty fast um i think a lot of the the traction with Mac Jones came when the rumors of the Niners taking him at 3 kind of came out and it was like whoa Okay, so then you saw you saw the trend with the mock drafts where um, they started to follow the hype, and they're like, oh, I, "I guess he's going to go three, even though like they they didn't feel as writers that they he should go three. Um, they followed that trend, and because of that, you know the player's ranking ended up going higher. Um, but ultimately, I think I think I had him ranked like 14th, and he went 12th, I think, in the draft. So it was pretty close the uh, the consensus yes. ranking.
0: Yeah, interesting interesting mm-hmm. so this week earlier uh keith and i put out a show on interior offensive linemen uh coming up for the for the draft and i kind of wanted to talk about those guys just a little bit with you um guys like Kenyon green out of texas a and m who seems to be a, kind of a consensus uh best guard in the draft and then there's you know the best best center i think is um oh, who am i thinking of um linderbaum from yeah, Iowa? yeah, 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 yeah. And so um, I was just wondering what you're seeing on your website as far as interior offensive linemen in general. Um, mm-hmm. Value wise, are we taking a look at a, at a class that's fairly deep, a lot of high end, top end talent, or or spread out in the first uh, three or four rounds pretty evenly?
1: Yeah, I think, I think, uh, it's pretty spread out surprisingly. I think that the, the rankings kind of make it feel like it's pretty top heavy, um, with, with Linderbaum and green, both being like pretty top, almost top 10, uh, guys. Um, and it very well could turn out to be that way. Kenyan green was kind of like the, the top guy for a long time, but Linderbaum's kind of taken over that top interior off. Which is the line amazing green, for I'm a, savvy. for a center. Yeah. 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 So that's been cool. Um, and then. The tier two guys are uh, Zion Johnson, the, the lineman from uh, Boston College, yeah. and then Thayer, Thayer Munford from Ohio State. Um, so those are like the next two guys up. Um, you know, there's there's obviously more. The the, the tier three are like uh, Salier from Georgia, uh, Al Klingstrom from Boston College, and Ed Ingram LSU. But I think the guy that kind of is going to probably uh, rise up mainly because he's probably no one no one's ever heard of this guy is Cole Strange Um uh, coming coming from Chattanooga he's going to be in the Senior Bowl um so I think he has a good chance to kind of um make a name for himself in the in the Senior Bowl and and potentially rise up into that you know third round second round discussion I could I could definitely yeah. see that happening
0: I had a guy uh Ricky Stromberg out of Arkansas kind of in that category where I thought that he would might might be a riser as far as a center is concerned. I think the, the demand is going for centers is going to outpace the um, the availability. And so I think a guy like Ricky Stromberg maybe rises up and. Uh, uh, like around maybe uh, earlier <laughs> than he might normally normally go, but um, I. I see this class as being pretty decent through you know, four rounds or so. And then it gets pretty thin after that, it, it seems like. Um, but we'll, we'll wait and see. There's just a ton of players coming up in these bowl games that are, that are coming up for college football, which is, um, which is amazing. And when you just take a look at um, just the college football championship series, where you've got the Cotton Bowl and the Orange Bowl, um, and you're going to feature Georgia, Alabama, um, Cincinnati, Michigan in those games. Um, there's just a ton of players, not just in the interior line positions, but Georgia and Alabama's rosters could <laughs> darn near fell
1: out of NFL football team. It's crazy. Yep. Yep. Yeah. The, the the defensive lineman group, like you know, it's 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 got uh you know I think three Georgia guys in like the top uh, top sixty, which is crazy. They're you know they're they're a very strong defensive team. Yeah and then and then alabama's alabama they always have a ton of prospects so
0: yeah no that georgia defense is no joke i mean mm-hmm. it's a, it's a fun defense to watch um now i can't remember the the matchups was it um georgia and cincinnati and michigan and alabama i think in the in the cotton bowl uh, something like that i can't remember sorry i had that yeah originally and i i totally lost it but um those those are going to be great i just don't see how a team's going to get past georgia i but it's just it's it's hard for me because i yeah. love
1: defense now now that you say that i think yeah it was it was it's um georgia and alabama are definitely not playing each other in the first right. round because because right. that was that that was the whole joke it was like oh that they're setting them up to play each other again in the final um but yeah i mean georgia georgia's George is one of those teams that like um, you know where it's like defensive championships, right? Because they they're not the sexiest offense, right? Their their quarterback is you know it was supposed to be JT Barrett, you know, or um, but you know that didn't work out, and then um, or JT Daniels, not JT Barrett, um, got my Ohio State on the brain, I guess, uh, you know. So they they have a couple of young running backs. Um, you know George Pickens is back, I think. Um, but, yeah, that defense is just, I mean, I don't know, good luck scoring points on them. That's all. Yeah, right.
0: Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, if Alabama and Georgia do end up in a rematch, that will
1: be a classic game. But um, I don't see – I don't see – I could see Alabama winning that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why, why so? I mean, uh, Saban – I just – I can never count out Saban, you know, it just, he's got the talent. He's got the pedigree. Uh, there was, was a chip on his shoulder. I'm, if I'm a betting man, I'm going to bet with Saban.
0: And now, a word from our sponsor, DraftKings. Football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game. But with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point is scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score, can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on the NFL action. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code TPPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 and older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required, One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. What do you think about a guy like uh, Aiden Hutchinson kind of rising up now and taking Mm -hmm. over potentially the consensus number one overall pick in in this draft? And Thibautito has been there for for quite a while now. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, really he's been just underperformed slightly. I mean, ex- underperformed against expectations. I should say, should say.
1: I, I don't know if it's the romantic uh, getting the Michigan kid to go to Detroit, uh, but he's definitely jumped up into that number one discussion where he's now the consensus number one. Um, not necessarily in the rankings, but in the consensus mock draft, which again kind of compiles all the mock drafts, yes. so you can get an idea of like who, you know who are who all, who's everyone picking at these spots uh which I think is kind of a kind of a cool thing too um but yeah it's it's pretty wild uh I you know I think I think it's one of those situations where this is just an awesome edge draft right so why not I, I it's kind of like well, you know pick your pick whoever you want because they're they're both going to be great so what do you think of Evan Hill at offensive tackle
0: from from Alabama uh compared to some offensive tackles in in years past how does he sit in, in your mind is he could he possibly move up in this draft depending on how things test out and how performances
1: go in these um, in these bowl games I mean wouldn't it be crazy if uh, if you went well first overall to Detroit and you, you pair him with Penny Sewell and yeah. uh, you just have just two stud tackles and I mean it could very well happen i mean with uh with, with the coach out, out there he's he's he he loves the line he wants to build from the line he wants uh what does he like uh what does he call them like not monsters but you know like basically these like uh you know uh ankle biters or whatever whatever the thing bite off kneecaps <laughs> <laughs> um, right he likes those kind of guys so right uh i think you know violent violent hand fighting kind of warriors yes. is, is what yes. i looking for yeah Exactly. I think I think yeah, I think Evan Neal is going to be one of those guys. I think it's all based on um who who's picking high. Um, you know, if Jacksonville ends up going going really high, you know, do they take that tackle? Um, you know, we'll we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. So when you take a look at at wide receivers,
0: um, and you've got like a Chris uh Alave Alave mm-hmm. and then uh, like a Garrett Wilson. Um, And they're playing, they play on the same team, Ohio State, like, which, which do you see? I mean, right now, Garrett Wilson's kind of on on your big board is at at 10 overall. Mm -hmm. Um, And Alave Alave is at 18. Um, Why do you think that is? What, what differentiates these two players? They're different players, they're different types of players, um, different skill sets, uh, but one is more coveted than the other.
1: I wonder if it's similar to the the situation with Alabama last year with Waddle and, and Devonta Smith. Uh, I kind of feel like Garrett Wilson's like the Waddle and Chris Chris Lavie's the Devonta Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where it's like uh, just two studs, and it's kind of like you know can't really get it wrong. Um, the crazy thing about these two guys is they weren't even the highest performing guys at, at wide receivers at Ohio State. That that went to uh, the the guy who was going to be in the twenty twenty three draft. Um, which is um, uh, Jackson Smith? Um, I can't pronounce his last name. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make an attempt <laughs> to. Um, but uh, you know, he was he was the more the more performant of the three. And it's even crazier is that Jameson Williams, the wide receiver from Alabama, was at Ohio State last year and transferred to Alabama. That's now exactly he, right. Yeah, and he very well could be a first first round pick. Yeah, and and likely.
0: You know, yeah. because those skill position players, you know, are, are definitely coveted, um, and they tend to, to rise up in these big boards. You know, before the draft, and um, you know, you get some great value picks like the running backs, safeties, interior offensive linemen, um, linebackers, etc. tend to drop, and, mm-hmm. um, and it gets a little crowded with those those uh, coveted position group players, um, skill positions. So, mm-hmm. that wouldn't surprise me if Jamison Williams.
1: Ekes into the teens somewhere. Um, yeah, I mean the, just... the good thing about this this group is it, it's such a such a deep good group. you know we have we have a, the top you know the first round projected guys which are you know uh, the two Ohio State guys, Traylon Burks from Arkansas, Jameson Williams from Alabama, Drake London from USC and um, Dotson from Penn State. But you know after that there's still a bunch of guys that that people are love that people talk about all the time you know are the David Bell from Purdue. Jalen Tolbert from South Alabama and Romeo Dobes or Dubs, Dobes. I don't know how to pronounce it. But, um,
0: <laughs> from Nevada.
1: Yeah. Dobes. Yeah. Uh, people, people love him. Um, so, you know, even, even if you don't get that guy in the first round, there's going to be plenty of wide receivers you can take. You know, I don't, I don't know if Mechie's going to, going to come out. I don't, I don't know if he's staying in school or if he's going to come out in the draft, but boy, it's hard to like... stay in school when you're top 75 pick. I mean, you know, I, know, it's I know, hard. but with the injury and everything, um, yeah. right. You know, maybe maybe he comes back to school and he's like, you know what, I'm, i I could be I'm I have first round talent. Um, I'll come back to school and prove myself again. So, I honestly, if I were him, I kind of would do that because, like like I said, he was he was kind of one of these first round projected guys, uh, especially to start the season. Um, he did start to trail off. James Williams started to kind of take over, uh, but the injury kind of hit the nail, you know, put the nail in the coffin for him. Um, you know, he because I, I, I don't think he's gonna be able to do anything. No 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 offseason programs. Yeah. Well no speaking of injury to, to Alabama guys, Josh Joby's, mm-hmm. you know, had
0: the uh had the surgery as well, shut him mm-hmm. down. He's not gonna be participating. I don't know if he's gonna be ready for the combine or not. Um, but it it is interesting. You know, right now he's sitting at 86 on the big boards. Um, it it really does. I mean, he's still got the length, 6'1", 195. kind of a tenacious fighting kind of a corner physical. Um, mm-hmm. I still think that he... know he gets drafted he gets drafted high probably you know second third round but his inability to to test when everyone else is going to be testing everyone else is there they're seeing the measurables and stuff might might give somebody a really good value
1: i think Um, i think corner corner is one of those positions that's hard to to gauge i feel like there's always there's always guys that uh the community or the mock draft world likes to rank higher that ends up dropping and vice versa, right? You'll have a guy that's ranked lower that all of a sudden goes higher. Um, I don't know what it is about corners, but uh, maybe maybe GMs fall in love with a guy and they're like, "We want that guy," um, and so you know they'll reach for a, a corner that they feel is is a fit for the system.
0: Yes, right. So let's take a little walk around your uh, your website a little bit, and I was just curious as to um, how people are using it. Uh, like on a, on a daily basis, Um, what are the advantages of signing up? Like there's a sign in little icon Mm -hmm. at the top, right of your site. So if somebody wants to sign in, what are they getting for that?
1: Yeah. So uh, the ability to sign in, uh, it just basically allows you to save your mock draft uh, when you run through the simulator. Um, Even if you don't sign in the mock draft will, will save for seven days. You'll have like a temporary link, if you want to kind of share it out and be like, "Hey, I, I ran through this uh, mock draft. It was fun. Here, take a look at it." Um, but after seven days, I, it gets deleted. Um, so signing in allows you to save the mock draft. It allows you to comment on mock drafts. You know, if you feel that you want to kind of voice your opinion on a pick, uh, so you can, you can be part of the you
0: can be part of the community. You can,
1: yeah, you can. Okay,
0: yeah, and that's yep. really an important aspect of, of yeah. something like this because you know, for sure. It's a it's great, um, actually, to, to have I mean, because, as you know, guys that do mock drafts are really into drafts, you know, and it's just one of those things. It's like uh, I remember my first uh, I started I went to my first NFL draft that I went to in person was uh, in Seattle and it was down at the Double Tree Hotel. It was hosted by a local radio station. And this is before it was on ESPN, Mel Kiper, all that stuff. So it was like 1984 or maybe something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I was just out of high school when I went to my first live in-person draft and they flew in. I can't remember if it was like, um, uh, who was the cornerback? Spring Sean Springs maybe was oh, the guy yeah. that they, they brought in. And um, and I, I just was hooked. Like I just couldn't believe that there was this whole world out there where I could be the GM and I could figure it out and, and mm-hmm. track players. And and so I kind of started at that point. My dad and I developed this like even extra beyond football relationship based on researching players, bringing all of our notes together, figuring out which teams you know have needs and where these guys could go. And we just kind of started playing with that early on. And so um, there is a large community of people that really kind of get into that and get really passionate about um, selecting players for their teams, um, mm-hmm. thinking that they can do it better, uh, all that kind of stuff. And to have the ability to share that out on Twitter or Facebook or uh, other platforms is, is pretty amazing. And, and it's just fun.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's a, it's a fun way to just kind of educate yourself too, because I don't know how many times I'll, absolutely I'll, uh, you know, You'll 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 see as a fan, right? Your team drafted this guy, and what's the first thing you do? You're like, I don't know who this guy is. So you go online. You're like, look him up. I'm like, well, yes. who is he? Uh, and so it's it's a it's it's fun when you're like, no no no, he's good. Trust me, like he's ranked high, you know, or uh, or or you truly are like, wow, that was a really bad pick. Like, what were you thinking? Yeah, um, <laughs> in, you know. In in recent times, you know, the Raiders have been pretty bad about about their picks. You know, I think Alex Leatherwood is a fine player, but he was drafted way too high. Um, the, the corner that they just got rid of, too, he was drafted really, really high. Um, I, the name is escaping me right now. Um, I think it might have been in that same draft class. Uh, you know, just reaching for these players that are just, um, you know, fit your 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 mold. Um, you know, I think for them, they wanted like uh, more like senior uh, coming from big programs. Uh, and you saw that with... with the the corner coming from um, I think it was uh, Ohio State, and then the uh, the tackle from Alabama, right? So, right, um, you know, in those situations, I have I have the data here to show you, as GM of the Raiders, that you are reaching on this pick, right? Just which, right. which is super fun. It's not an opinion. It's not so my. So you're opinion. talking
0: about Sean Wade?
1: Uh, not Sean Wade. It's the um, here. I'll look it up real quick. It's, uh, Damon Arnett. Okay, yeah, I think David Arnaud went in the first round, right? He was ranked 53rd uh, on my site, and he went 19th. So it's gotcha. like, whoa, that, that's quite a reach. Yeah, um, and and the good thing is, like my like like we said, like my rankings are not my rankings; they're everyone's rankings. Right? It's 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 not like it's me personally creating these rankings. It's I'm literally taking every ranking and combining right. them into a single source, right. so.
0: and which makes it invaluable,
1: I think, as a as a yeah. fan to be able to use your site. Right. And, 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 you know, if you go to a player's page and let's say I rank him 53rd, right. And you, you're like, what 53rd? No way. And, and I give you all the mock drafts and all the big boards and what they ranked them. And so you can kind of get an idea and like, oh, okay. Yeah, I guess, I guess maybe he is 53rd. It's, it's realistic. It's, it's yeah.
0: at least it's realistic for the known data that everyone has at the time. Mm-hmm. exactly you know, yeah, and those change the- with uh, perceptions uh, uh, after the after the bowls and then after the senior bowl and after the combine numbers mm-hmm. start to come out um and, and things do shift around a little bit you see the more athletic guys guys that can jump out of the gym um guys with the high, you know top end 40 times yep. just tend to rise they just naturally do it's just the nature of the beast right you want athletic strong physically gifted people in your program and the guys that are plotting and uh, their bodies don't look right or whatever it is, they just tend to fall. It just
1: happens. Yeah. I mean, that, that is one of the things that, um, I noticed like, so, so, uh, you know, I've mentioned that I'm, um, I'm always trying to make my rankings as accurate as possible, right? And every day I'm, I'm, I'm tweaking the algorithm to, to, uh, try to make those, those rankings perfect, right? The ultimate goal is to be perfect. So that way, if you go to my site, and I say that that player is a third round pick, he's gonna be a third round pick, right? That's the ultimate goal. Um, and so one of the things recently, I was like, you know what? Like a lot of my inaccuracy is coming from like the lower, like seventh round guys, right? And so I'm like, well, they're not showing up in any mock drafts, not showing up in any big boards, no mock drafts, yet they go in the seventh round, they go in the sixth round. I'm like, what? I'm like, if I have no data, how am I supposed to rank mm-hmm. them? And so one of the things that I added recently was the idea of like, okay, did they go to the senior bowl? did they go to the combine? If they did, that's, that's still data that I have. So not, yes. and I, I can add to those rankings be like, okay, we'll give them a little bonus, give them a little boost. Um, if they went to those things and I, and because of that, my rankings have gotten a little more accurate.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Cause those guys end up being priority free agents and you know, everyone throws, uh, everyone wants to get their guy at least one guy in the seventh round that they mm-hmm. normally would maybe wait for to see if they could get pick up after the draft. And um, yep, yeah. Awesome. So is there anything else that you want to touch upon in today's show? We'll wrap it up and I want to remind everybody too: we're going to try to make this kind of a regular gig and uh, have you come on. We can talk about all sorts of stuff. Um, it's kind of a loose end show and um, <laughs> highlight some of the things that are going on on the website as we move closer um, out into the new year, as we ramp up towards the, the combine and then ramp up towards the draft. It's going to get really busy. Uh, we'll have some interviews. We'll, some guests will come in. Maybe we can get a couple of uh, of uh, college prospects to come in and, and talk to us a little bit and just kind of make it make it real interesting for people.
1: Yeah, I think it would be super fun to have a have an idea of like um, bring on a guy that that feels like their ranking is too low on the site, and 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 it's like okay, tell tell the people yeah. why you should be a higher so, ranking. So the up.
0: the guy last year now I for the life of me I just lost his name, but the guy with the with the crop top and the tummy out. And oh you know, yeah, offensive Quinn, lineman Quinn, Quinn Miners. Quinn Miners. Yeah. My goodness, man! Now that would be an <laughs> awesome interview. Because that yeah. guy shows up at at the combine, you know, it's a COVID year, so right. everything's just kind of it's all weird. Anyway, he shows up, makes a name for himself, rises up the boards, ends up going mm-hmm. what in the top of the third round, I think.
1: So, so uh, he's or- a funny case because he, I think, he got so hyped up because everyone loved him that I think he ended up ranking way higher than what he should have <laughs> been ranked. So he he was ranked yes. 65th on my site, and he went 98th. Yes. Right. So, so he went based on his film
0: ultimately because GMs are smart and they know what they're doing. And and all of us fans are like, we need that guy. That's the guy. You know, he's awesome. Look at him. (laughs) His
1: belly's out. (laughs) Exactly. Right. 90s college football all over
0: again. Let's Uh, do it. It was (laughs) hilarious. I mean, that guy was galvanizing. That was yeah. fun. So, but a, a guy so, like that uh, on the show would be just yeah. just fun to to interview sure. and find out what he's all about.
1: You know, I had mentioned uh, Cole Strange earlier, and so he's kind of like this year's Quinn Miners. I think you know, this guy kind of comes out of nowhere. No one, I mean, other unless you're like a really you know deep uh, scout. You know, you would probably never heard of Cole Strange from Chattanooga, yep. right? So, I, I think you know basically I just, heard, qu- I just
0: I just familiarized myself with him just this yeah.
1: Week. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, Quinn Miners, it was another one, Wisconsin Whitewater. It's like, who is this guy he shows up in the senior bowl and, you know, props to, to Jim Nagy at, um, at, um, yeah. yeah you know, for the senior bowl. I mean, he, he, he gets some of these guys that, you know, you don't, you never heard of before. And yeah, um, they do at a the fantastic same time, job. Yeah. And he, he, he gets like uh he gets top, top guys too. It's not just yes. like he's grabbing yeah, like know, he's, the... he's
0: an, he's an amazing recruiter. In fact, yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't know how long he's going to last. <laughs> um, I think that 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 a pro NFL team is going to try to pick him off a little bit, and possibly yeah. into
1: a GM role or an assistant GM or yeah. something. Because I mean, this, he this definitely QB has the ability. Yeah, this QB class is is awesome for the Senior Bowl too. It's basically all the top guys, other than Matt Corral, right now. Yes, um, right.
0: And they just got somebody else too. Um, the guy from uh, Strong. They just yeah got Strong today, didn't they? Uh, it was either today or yesterday. One of the two. Yeah. So I mean yeah. yeah he's he's getting everybody and um, it'd be really awesome to have Jim on this show. I've been I've been trying to get a hold of him actually for mm-hmm. about a year and I haven't not yet been successful. So if you've got any insights
1: <laughs> you got to let him go you got to give them to me so we can get these you, guys on. You might have to send him a Reese's peanut butter cup and, yeah. and like in the mail like Jim <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All yeah. right.
0: So let's wrap this thing up. Uh, tell everybody where uh, where the website is, where they can find you, how they can communicate, um, yeah, all that good stuff.
1: Yeah, so the site is uh, nflmockdraftdatabase.com. I know it's a mouthful. Sorry. Um, you know, you can find me on Twitter at 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 nflmockdraftdb. Um, you know, you can message me if you have any questions, if you have any you know comments about the site, if you feel like something's terrible, let me know. I'll fix it. Uh, something if you if there's something missing on the site that you re- you really wish was there, and I'm all yours. I'm more than happy to to kind of uh, you know talk about it and see if that's something we can add. Um, you know, I have a request. I, okay, what is it?
0: So one thing that I always want when I go to the website and use it, and I'm clicking around, is I'd love to have a little bit more data on individual players. So height, weight, speed, you know, mm-hmm. all that kind of especially after the combine, if you if we there was a little section on each player where we could add a little bit of the the physical mm-hmm. attributes, all that kind of stuff. um, but I get it. It's just a ton of information to to track and so forth.
1: Um, so, but even so providing thing, a link would be great. So the good thing is that once the combine does happen that that uh, that data will be there. so the reason the reason I don't uh, put it up there is because um, it's, there's too many players for, for me to do that manually. Um, and so, yeah. yeah, uh, you know, this is not a full-time job for me. It's, it's, it's a side gig. And so I, I kind of wait for a trusted source to come out and the combine is a trusted source. And I, and then I just kind of pull that data in and, and use that data on the site. Um, otherwise there's no reason I couldn't do it manually. Um, if somebody wanted to, to actually compile all that data into a spreadsheet for me, awesome I'll, I'll I'll put it on the site but you know I just don't have the time to do that personally. right so. right interesting well we'll talk about it because okay maybe, maybe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll see um, all right you can follow me at Albstead NFL on Twitter Heath um, who's on the show uh, on a regular basis as well as at Myers NFL you can follow our um, our show at PF underscore playbook on Twitter uh, ProFootballPlaybook.co is our website, you can find us on any um, podcast platform, and we have our own YouTube channel, so you can subscribe to the YouTube channel as well, and um, that'll help you get the, uh, we're doing two or three shows a week, and uh, we'll continue to do so all, all year round, but ramping up towards the draft is the big, is the big thing, so we're going to be here for you um, multiple times a week, and Denny, uh, we look forward to having you here on a regular basis. That's going to be awesome. I- I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. So until next time, we'll see you guys. Thanks for listening to the Pro Football Playbook podcast. Follow Keith at Myers NFL. Bill is at Altstead NFL. The show is at PF underscore playbook. Listen and subscribe on your favorite podcast app or YouTube and at our website, profootballplaybook.co.